Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome out to another episode of the podcast. This is being brought to you by Nation's Best Football. Appreciate them uh, for everything that they do. If you guys haven't followed them, I'm going to link them here in the description because we're bringing on one of their featured athletes to this podcast to help spotlight them and, and show you guys who they are, what the hard work they've been putting in, and what they intend on doing moving forward. I love talking to athletes that are getting into the high school scene because they're they're learning the, I guess, the rules of the game and they're learning the system and they're understanding what it's going to require to what's required to actually compete at the next level. And it's really cool to hear their experiences as they get into the weight room. And as they start to realize what the high school scene is like compared to that of the middle school scene. And that's exactly what we're going to be going over today. A lot of these youth can teach us a lot. So I'd encourage you guys to take out a notepad. If you're listening to this on an Apple device or any kind of mobile device for that matter, get your notepad out, unlock your phone, Make sure you get ready to take some notes. That's what I always encourage people to do. If you're listening to this on YouTube or you're watching it on YouTube, awesome. Have a notepad ready that if you want to take some notes from uh, our guest today, type some stuff out. That's what the point of this podcast is, is to educate and help others grow as well. So this is going to be a perfect episode for anybody who is a sports fan and especially young athletes that are competing at the next level and they're trying to get into the high school and in the college realm. Uh, we've got a quarterback coming on the show and you don't want to miss this episode of the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game time. This is the Game Time Guru podcast, where I interview sports figures from all over the world to help deliver a panoramic view on sports. So, whether you're a former athlete, one of the crazies, or simply a casual sports fan, this is the perfect show for you as we peel back the curtains and learn from our guests every single week. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm helping you see sports through a different lens. What's up, everybody? Welcome out to another episode of the Game Time Guru Podcast. My name is Shane Larson, host of the show. Uh, if this is your first time listening, I always try to tell all the listeners, hey, welcome aboard. We're excited to have you with us. The show has been going on for six and a half years now. Uh, it has been downloaded in 180 countries and in all 50 states. And so we've got, we've got sports fans from all over the globe listening to the podcast. And um, every week we do this. We come to you with another interview with a different guest to share their story so you can get to know them better get to know more about their sport, and uh, then you can become a fan of that that guest as they move forward in, in uh, their athletic career. So today is no different. We're bringing on an awesome guest, class of 2027. He's a quarterback. His name is Ali Beydoun, and uh, Ali's going to be sharing some stories with us, get to know him a little bit better, and uh, we're really excited to chat with him. So Ali, thanks for joining the show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely, brother. So Currently, you're at Toledo uh, Central Catholic, so Toledo Central Catholic um, in Ohio. Talk to us a little bit about what it's been like. I guess, it, are you a freshman just finishing up your freshman year over there, right? Oh, uh, no, I'm going into freshman year. Going into freshman year, 24, 25, 26. Oh, you're going into your freshman year. That's right. So you're going to be going over there. Have you started your uh, summer workouts with this this program yet? Yeah, yeah, it's been tough. I started last week. Yeah, it's been been very tough on me and my teammates, but uh, I've been I'm be able to bond with my teammates. You know, everybody's coming from different schools, so yeah, it's been it, it's been cool. That is actually beautiful. I'm glad that we made that correction here because now I got more questions for you. Okay, so what is the biggest? I guess for you going into the like the the high school level now, you mentioned it's tough. 
Talk yeah. to us about that transition. What what's so tough about the 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 summer camps now that you're getting into those workouts and stuff? What's the difference? I guess maybe not just what's tough, but what's different for you? I think it's maybe like way more serious than middle school. You know, lots of lots more ex- expectations and stuff. But honestly, I think I think I like it more. I think I like to have more more pressure on me. You know, to do good and and I, yeah, I just I just I just like the atmosphere way more. You can, you kind of have more freedom. Absolutely, man. And you also mentioned Ali that you have other athletes for coming from different schools um you know coming into high school you get a little bit different different mm-hmm. vibe from different people and that's going to be one of the biggest things you know as you continue to progress in your athletic career with you know through football through high school everything um uh, you're gonna have to learn how to vibe with other players i guess my question up into this point would be like how do you anticipate doing that how are you going to be able as a leader to rally the troops even if you're not used to playing with certain guys how do you think that you can do that as a leader to like pull them all together and get everybody meshing well together yeah, um, I, I'd say definitely motivation. I want to, you know, um, m- motivate my teammates and, uh, you know, just like honestly have like a just a winning season and not even, not even a winning season kind of. I just want to, you know, have fun out there and like really, you know, really show my teammates that like we, we can do it basically. Totally, man. You know, on your Instagram bio, you're listed as a dual threat quarterback. Uh, at least you at 5'11", 155. Um, dual threat. So... Talk to us about your dual threat capabilities. Uh, when they say dual threat, everyone's like, oh, he can just run really fast or, oh, he can, he has a cannon on him. Talk to us about what you bring to the field as a quarterback at this age right now. Yeah. So, you know, it's mainly dual threat. You know, um, my, my throwing is definitely like more than running, but I can definitely get away from pressure whenever I want. If I have pressure in my face, I can get away from it. Um, and I can score long touchdowns. Um, uh, not, not like you, sometimes you have to be smart about it, you know, like take a slide, you know, like, try, like try not to get like tackled, but yeah, you know, you just, you just, you just kind of want to slide if like in uh, avoid pressure. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that because, you know, a lot of college coaches, they, they look at that, right. They look at, you know, when they see a dual threat, that's a good thing. But obviously, as you know, like sometimes there's a little bit of a warning, like a red flag, like, well, how, how much is he running? Is he going to be smart when he's running? Is he going to slide when he needs to slide? Um, and that's why I was trying to ask that because you said you do a lot. You're you're more of a pass first quarterback, but you're a capable runner because um, mm-hmm. you're an athlete. And yeah. so, uh, talk to us about your your throwing style. Are you more sit in the pocket right now, or are you one that can that, that's thrown on the run a little bit more based on your experience so far as an athlete? Um, yeah, I've been uh, throwing on the run mainly. Um, yeah, just getting out of the pocket, throwing on the run. But yeah, I can I can also stand in the pocket and avoid pressure when I need to. It's honestly whatever happens in the game. I can uh, adjust to. Heck yeah. So in your Instagram bio, you have a trainer. It says uh, locked in QB on um, Instagram is who you've trained with. Uh, talk to us about what goes on in your, in your training sessions in the off season. Yeah, man. So uh, Austin and KJ, they live in, um, I think, Oklahoma. So we just, we just do like weekly Zooms and stuff, watching film uh, coverages and stuff. And um it's they kind of teach this concept we call it extension where like like you know uh some like quarterbacks um you know they they'll tend to go over the top but for us we 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 get to extension so we can get more velocity on the ball and stuff and that's that's uh really what they've been teaching and i'm going to see them actually uh this thursday in tennessee so yeah i'm excited for that meet meet them first time person heck yeah man hey that's a cool thing about technology isn't it like you're doing zoom calls with these guys and learning uh, you're doing a call with me right now for this podcast, and I'm in Idaho, all the way across the country. I'm in Idaho. We're able to converse over this, but then you're going to go meet them in person and actually get to 
chat with them. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, you're talking about watching film, so mm -hmm. that's a skill set that I wanted to touch base on too. As I talk to other professional football players and uh, collegiate football players, one of the things they talk about is how hard it was for them to transition into the the collegiate game because film sessions become so much more a part of the game. I guess more of your preparation that you have to learn how to watch film. So talk to me about what you're like, you talked about coverages, you're, you're learning about coverages. When you guys watch film together, what's like the biggest thing you've taken away from watching film and how has that helped you on the field in the physical aspect? Yeah, definitely. So I just want to start by saying like watching film is like one, if not the most important like aspect of the game. Like it, you, you have all this physical ability, but you, like if you don't know what's going on in the field, like you're not gonna be able to use it. So, um, the the main thing I've taken away is probably uh, coverages. Uh, I know like lots of coverages now, and um, it's making it way easier on the field to throw through like pockets and stuff, and then know like where my wide receiver is gonna be at, and like connecting the coverages with the concepts that we're running. And so yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. You know, Ali, as you look at quarterbacks, that's it, they're literally playing a game of chess. And the quarterbacks that typically can pick teams apart, they're not always the most athletic. They're not always the, the most skilled, so to speak. They don't always have the biggest arm, but they're the ones who understand what the defense is doing before the defense does it. So that's why I think it's cool that you're already watching film. I mean, um, I'm not sure it's probably before your time, but, well, not much before your time. You might have been really little at the time. Um, but a guy named Kellen Moore. Okay. If you ever go on YouTube, Kellen Moore, he played for Boise state and he was our quarterback. He's only five ten, five eleven, but he lost three football games throughout his entire college career by a combined five points. I believe and that's the school I graduated from was Boise state university. And he was a left-handed quarterback, but he was exactly that. He, he was the guy who could just pick teams apart because he knew exactly what they were going to do before they did it. He's not fast. He's not tall. He's not strong. But he knew exactly where he's like, okay, we're in this coverage. I'm going to hit my slot. Boom. If that's not there, I got to check down here. Boom. And he would, he just beat everybody because he had, he had the IQ. So I just wanted to touch base on that because I think it's awesome that you're already watching film at this age. And it's a skill set that you're going to need to continuously improve as you get older. You know, um, growing up, uh, up until now, you're getting into the high school now. This is uh, one of those things. Do you, did you, do you guys in Ohio have like a, prep football so to speak like um i know there's middle school or junior high but do you guys have like a travel team like pop warner or any of those types of teams have you been able to to play for any of them yeah so in ohio it's kind of difficult like there's no really seven on seven you can't you can't play seven on seven in high school so um yeah i just i just been playing like seven on seven till eighth grade but i can't really be, i can't really play in high school so um i guess i guess it's just more training in the off season with coaches and stuff like that more than like travel teams because it's not allowed in the OSAA. So Ohio doesn't have seven on sevens? No. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh, okay. That's actually become a big thing here in Idaho is seven on seven for the high school kids out here. Like it's huge. They travel all across the West Coast and stuff. And they seem to like it. There's some benefits and disadvantages to it. But most of the time, those kids tend to improve, especially the quarterbacks. Uh, they tend to improve a lot during those. So that's interesting to know. Uh, but you did play seven on seven up until eighth grade, right? Like is what you said. Yeah. What do you think was the biggest uh, thing you took away from seven on seven that you could actually implement onto 11 man football? Uh, definitely timing. You know, that uh, four second count helps me with my timing a lot. And uh, since I'm starting to know coverages, I'm starting to like, uh, like, like I was saying, match up the concepts. And so, yeah, I think, I think it's going to help a lot in uh, regular football. Heck yeah, man. I got a question for you, Ali, as, as a younger athlete yourself and just a younger 
human being in this world. Social media, it's a tough thing, but you've got quite a following already on your social media platforms, but it can be a really tough thing for some kids because there's a lot of pressure that's out there with social media. So I just want to know, like for yourself, um, how do you handle having, you know, additional pressures on your shoulders as an athlete that has a large following already at this age? How do you intend on managing that? And how do you cope with that? Making sure that you don't, you know, you don't have to deal with all the stresses that come from social media and just the normal social pressures of life. Yeah. So, um, I don't really, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't run my Instagram. Uh, my, as you know, my uh, dad takes care of all of that. It's just, yeah. you know, too much pressure for me, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rarely on like Instagram. I'm just, I'm just kind of like focused on my own, like on my own path, working in the dark and yeah, I don't really tend to focus, but, um, I love pressure. Uh, I think, I, th I think pressure is like comes with very, very good players. So yeah, that's, it, it hasn't really been like that, that too big for me. Smart. I like that. I like that. I was, I, I'm glad to hear that, that you're not necessarily, you know, you got your dad that can help you out with that. You can focus on what's important, which is playing the game and just enjoying yourself as an athlete, you know, um, got a question for you in regards to your favorite players. Is there any player that you look up to at, at the quarterback position, um, right now, whether they're professional college, high school, whatever that you've looked up to and want to try to like style your game after, uh, Bryce Young. Yeah. I've, I've looked up to Bryce Young forever now. Uh, I, I love his game. You know, he's not the tallest guy, but he's he's just so smooth. And yeah, I try to I try to like be like him on the field. Bryce Young, you know what stands out to me about Bryce Young is yeah, like you said, he's not the tallest guy. He's a small dude, actually. He's actually quite small compared to most quarterbacks at that level. Uh, but he gets the job done. It's his leadership and what how he handles pressure situations. I noticed that a lot uh, during last season specifically. Mm -hmm. He understands how to handle pressure pressure situations. Um, for yourself, I'm sure there hasn't been a ton of opportunities to handle pressure situations, but I'm, I'm sure there have been some, uh, can you explain, or maybe just share with us a memory you might have from your playing experience where you had to handle some pressure in the end game situation and how you were able to do that? Um, I think last game of the season, there's this fourth down, uh, that I had to com converse or we basically would have lost the game. It was, uh, on the game winning drive. It was this big fourth down. I think it was like fourth, fourth and 15. And um, yeah, I banged the I banged the slant to my dude, uh, fourth and fifteen, and uh, yeah, we got we got down first down and kept it moving, and we eventually we, we eventually tied that game. But I mean, if it if it wasn't for that slant, we probably would have lost. Ooh man, that's crazy! That's mm -hmm. crazy! That's cool to see that you got the you, you got a little Bryce Young in you already with the yeah. the confidence and being able to handle the pressure. So talk to us, Ali, about, you know, yourself out off the field. What is your favorite thing to do outside of football? Like if you, if you take football away and like, what do you enjoy doing in your free time? Definitely hanging out with friends. Uh, yeah. Hanging out with friends, just like riding my bikes outside, going, going places, you know, just, just having fun. Just, yeah. Being there with my friends, definitely hanging out with friends. Hanging out with friends. And here's something that I, that I think it would be important to bring up too. I mean, Friends are super important. Um, when I was talking to, there's a guy named Lee Steinberg that I had on the show, and I interviewed Lee. He's an agent. Uh, he's Patrick Mahomes' agent in the NFL. In the uh, NFL. So and so, I had him on the show, and I was talking to him about some things, and he talked about, you know, obviously they're in the NFL, but he talked about their influences and their 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 friends, basically like your social influence that you have around you, and to be smart about that. So. I would say this, like, I would ask you this, like, how do you make sure that, you know, while you're having fun with your friends, you're also making sure to not stay or sorry to, to not get in trouble. Like, how do you go about that so that you don't put yourself 
in bad situations to get yourself, you know, because you got other things you got to worry about. How do you make sure that your friends and you stay out of trouble while you're still having a good time? Yeah, it's just like definitely being on the same page and just being smart, like not not doing stuff you're supposed to, and like not, and not doing stuff that that like you know put put your season in jeopardy and stuff like that, you know. And and I and like I don't I don't I don't hang out with bad friends. I, I'll I'll tend to hang out with like friends that are like sport sport guys and like know know what's um in check and stuff like that. Just, awesome. it's, it's, it's definitely just uh, hang, hang with a good group. Yeah, for sure. And that's a good thing to do. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Just, you know, you know it already, but just keep that in mind as you get older. You're like, it's one of the things they always tell us as athletes, like make sure you you're aware of who you're around because yeah, just make sure they understand what your ultimate goal is so that you don't forget your ultimate goal and get yourself in situations that you don't want to be in. So that's awesome, man. Um, what's your best skill set that you bring to the field? You talked about motivating as a leader. You can be a motivator, um, leading, but what is your best skill set that you bring to a football team? Uh, to a football team, yeah, I'd say leadership, motivation, and like I'm like the I'm like the like like throwing side apart and the quarterback side apart. Definitely my accuracy. So you yeah. got the skill set there. All you got the leadership, and you just got the skill set of throwing the football. Like you're yeah. natural at it. Uh-huh. That's awesome, man. Um, anyone else in your family play football as well? Like your dad or any siblings or cousins or anyone? Yeah, uh, so my dad played Division One at uh, Toledo, uh, University of Toledo. He played D tackle. So yeah, any any won a MAC championship in two thousand one. Oh, let's go! Yeah. So he played D tackle, and you're playing yeah. quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so so here here's my question for you. I don't know. I don't know your dad, but do you like? Are you gonna get the size that your dad had if he was playing D tackle? Are you gonna grow to that size? Uh yeah, probably. I mean, I'm already five eleven. Uh, he he's six three. So I mean. It's it is what it is. Um, I I really don't have any more excuses for my height since like there's guys like Caleb Williams and Bryce Young. So, yeah, it's it, it's gonna be a ride. Yeah, wh- whether you're five eleven or six ten, like you're you're gonna be throwing the ball. I just think I, I didn't realize that your dad had the the D one genetics in him. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's pretty cool, cool, cool. Um, th- do you hear any stories from your dad about what it takes to get to the collegiate level and maybe like what what's something that your dad has taught you that you've implemented to be able to prepare to try to get to that next level? It's taught, it taught me to definitely treat people with with respect, you know, treat treat coaches with respect, um, you know, like pre- uh, let's say like practices done, like go, go go shake their hand, like tell tell them like your thank you, and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely definitely respect. That is so awesome that you said that. So Ali, I actually I coach basketball for like 16, 17 year old kids. We travel around. It's AAU basketball, but we coach. One of the biggest things that every college coach has told me when I talk to them and I'm trying to help my kids get recruited, one of the biggest things they've told me is a handshake and a thank you go a long way. So when kids are at tournaments and they see that a college coach is coming to watch, they'll go, if, if, if one of them comes up and shakes their hand and says, thanks for coming to watch, it goes a long way. So it's cool that you have that. It's one of the things I share with my kids all the time that I coach, that if you have that skill set and just that understanding of how important a handshake and a thank you is, like at this age, it's already perfect. So your, your dad obviously knows what he's talking about. That's super, super cool. Um, here's another thing. If there's something that's going to be sounding like a weird question, but if there was something that you need to improve on, like a coach is like, well, he's good. We know he can throw the ball. He's 5'11". He, he's an athlete. He can run. Da, 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 da. He's a leader. But what's something that you can improve on on the field? And what do you how, how do you anticipate doing that? improve on you know you can you can definitely always improve on your knowledge of the game so um i know i know like coverages but i, I can like no more variations um yeah definitely just like improving on more knowledge of the game 
yeah awesome. and, just, and just and just like diving yeah diving deeper into it yeah, the, the the IQ of the game can definitely help you out. That's awesome that you're already understanding that. What about the weight room? Have you started hitting the weights yet, or are you waiting a couple of years before you get into the to the physical training side of things? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I, yeah, I've I've been in the weight room this past year. Um, I make sure not to do like not much heavyweight because like you're not gonna need like much heavyweight as a quarterback. But I do, yeah, I do, I do weight that's you know comfortable. I I uh, try to go heavy sometimes, but um, yeah, I I just like I just mainly want to be flexible. And, you know, like just have, have that twerk of throwing the ball. Heck yeah. So I was going to say like, since you've started lifting weights now and you just said you started lifting, um, what's the biggest, I think, I guess, have you noticed it helping your game as a quarterback since you started hitting the weight room? Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely, you know, throw the ball farther. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm way stronger. I can, um, take, uh, yeah, take more hits on the field and yeah, I, de yeah, definitely just like more stronger and bigger. Totally, man. Yeah. Up into this point, you, you mentioned the fourth and fifteen uh, play that you had. That was like one of the the times that you were able to execute under pressure. Is there a favorite memory you've had so far, Ali, in your football career up into this point? Um, I don't know. This, this is, uh, there's been lots of memories. Um, I once uh, ducked ducked under a guy that was coming to rush me. So yeah, he uh, jumped over me, and I ducked and I ducked under him, and I took it for like a thirty yard run. That's pretty dope, man. And I, if I were you, I would never forget that. And I would never let that other guy forget that either. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's just something you tell later on when you're playing in the bigs, you know, and, you, and you're, you, you can always talk about that. What about a coach? Uh, have you had a coach that's been influential for you? And m maybe um, if you wouldn't mind, like maybe sharing something that a, that a coach has taught you that you've been able to implement into your life. Yeah. So I've had tons of coaches, um, you know, coach Rob, Austin, KJ locked in, um, yeah, so Coach Rob, he's a footwork coach, fourth and goal. Um, he's taught me like like killer footwork. That like my my footwork has been so nice. That's why I can basically like do anything on the field with my feet. And um, yeah, yeah, his tag is fourth and goal. And then uh, KJ and Austin, they Austin's like a like a mental coach. KJ's a throwing coach. Um, but man, those uh, those guys have helped me so much. Um, like with the game, Austin's been teaching me coverages and concepts. And yeah, KJ, like they have all this online program that you go on and yeah, it's awesome. It's been a ride. That's awesome, man. Super, super cool. What about a teammate? Talk to us about this. Do you have a teammate that, that you've uh, enjoyed playing with and maybe that you've learned something from that you could share with us? Um, Teammate. Yeah, probably this uh, one wide receiver that I actually threw that pass to on fourth down. Um, yeah, yeah, he's definitely, uh, you know, has like that same mindset. I mean, has that same work mindset and, you know, we're, we're basically always on the same page on the, on the field. Heck yeah, man. Uh, Ali, do you play any other sports? Are you a multi-sport athlete or are you focused on football? Yeah. Uh, I started playing basketball actually in this, uh, AAU season from like, yeah, I haven't played basketball in like three years. Okay. So you're, you you've, you've played this last year with AAU, um, Okay, that's perfect. I want to ask you this question. Multi-sport athletes, there's this whole conversation on like, should kids focus on one sport? Should they focus on multiple sports? I want I want to know your thoughts. And then secondly, I want to know, is there anything that you were able to translate from the football side of things onto the basketball court? So um, I think you should definitely be a multi-sport athlete. But like, I think, I think you should have one sport in priority and play the other sport, like just like basically just for fun. And um, 
yeah, I think I think I think that's gonna go a long way. And um, what was the other question you asked? I was gonna say, did you notice anything that you took from the football field that you could implement into basketball? And I'll kind of follow up on that. But is there anything on the basketball court that you're like, man, because I'm I understand the coverages in a football game, like I can see the defense better, I can make better passes, something like that. Is there any yeah. anything you were able to take? Def definitely aggressiveness of football translate to the basketball court. Yeah, and um, you like you can't really get shook that 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 easily in in, in basketball. So yeah, definitely, I'd say definitely aggressiveness and uh, defense. Heck yeah, man, that's super cool. I I asked that question because, like I said, I I coach basketball. One of my point guards, my starting point guard for our our club team, he is going to be a senior this year. He plays wide receiver on the on the football team. He just lost in the state championship this last year, and they're trying to make a trip back to the state championship so he's a pretty vital piece of their football program as well as the basketball program who also lost in the state championship this year so he's lost in two state championships anyway my uh my point is though i noticed because of his football skill as a wide receiver it helped him so much on the basketball court because he can he understands where the pass is going to be so on defense he runs to the ball he can get his hand on the ball tip it and take it to the rack on the other side, go baseline yeah. to baseline. And he's, it's just cool to see how some sports translate your skill sets and, and the different things you learn, they translate from one to the other. I also love that you just said, you know, play one for fun. Um, I just talked on my show. I had Jake Plummer who used to play in the NFL as a quarterback. He played for the Cardinals as well as the Denver Broncos. He actually is from Idaho. So he was on the show talking about, I mean, he played football, baseball and basketball. Um, and, you know, football obviously is where he went. He played professionally for many years. But he did talk about that, you know, like you got to have other sports to play. And it almost is like a, it helps you decompress a little bit, like yeah. helps you yeah. help, helps you have fun. Right. And that's what it sounded like when you were saying, you know, have something that you can play for fun. So um, what's your favorite course to study in school, Ali? My favorite course. Um, what's your, Yeah. What's your favorite thing to study in school? Probably social studies. I kind of like learning about uh, world history. Ooh. OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. All right. So you no, like I'm social not, studies. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a math guy at all. <laughs> hey, it's interesting though because a lot of quarterbacks like math because they're solving an equation. It's almost like a play out there, you know. They're solving an equation. But I love that you like social studies uh, and learning about world history. That's super, super cool, man. Yeah. Um, so here's my last question for y'all as we as we get ready to wrap this up. As we're getting to know you better, I want to know for the, the listeners out there. Well, it's my next to last question. Where can we expect to see you in two to three years? Um, obviously, you're going into high school right now. But what do we expect? What do you expect from yourself as an athlete? Uh, as a quarterback in the next two to three years, I just I I, I kind of just want to be like the best uh, the best version of myself I can be, and um you know I'll I'll probably be a junior in three years, um definitely way better my my craft my defensive understanding is going to be way better, um I don't really want to talk about offers or all of that I'm not really focused on that right now I'm just focused on getting better and you know doing the work and grinding. I love it, man. Hey. hey. Last question for you as far as everything's concerned. And I want to remind everybody as, as we're listening to this that the, the episode itself is being brought to you by Nation's Best Football. Um, I appreciate Bob over at Nation's Best for allowing me to connect with Ali and, and his family because without them, I wouldn't be able to, to be there. And Nation's Best is always highlighting athletes like Ali and giving them the spotlight that they deserve and they've earned. So I want to get that. If you guys didn't catch that in the introduction, uh, this is being brought to you by Nation's Best Football. But um, up until now, Okay, this is your life up until now. What's the biggest life lesson that you've taken from football that you can apply into your regular life? Um, biggest life lesson. 
It's a hard one. It's a good question. Um, biggest life lesson I've taken from football into life, definitely my um, hard work. You know, so like, so um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start working a summer job in a couple of weeks. So I've been working hard since I was a kid, and um, and I made sure not to like like burn out to like like schedule like schedule my workouts like smartly and not not to like not to go overboard but not not to like go underboard too but that work is going to help me in life and uh be it like be a beast in anything like yeah yeah no i i am so glad that you shared that so ali i'll leave you with this because part of the reason i started this show back in 2017 was to highlight athletes like yourself and just other sports figures because i wanted to show people that athletes can learn a lot through sports that they can translate into their regular lives. Uh, as a business owner myself, I love hiring athletes. I love working with athletes, and even if they're former athletes, because I know that they've learned hard work. They've learned teamwork. They've learned respect. They've learned how to face adversity and, and come back from bad situations. They've learned how to adjust on the fly. These are life skills that they can learn. And the fact that you said hard work, I will just encourage you to continue doing that because working hard in the weight room and working hard in the preparation with the film and all the stuff that you're doing with locked in and everybody else working hard, getting in, you know, your, your summer workouts with your high school team, those things later on, let's say five, 10, 15 years down the road, you're going to remember that stuff. So that when you're, you're running a business or you're working, you're doing something, those hard work principles, like waking up early and just doing the job as good as you can possibly do it. That's going to benefit you later on down the road. Um, and that's why I wanted to ask that question. So just remember that. Cause I think it's cool that you already, you already understand the importance of hard work. I will be honest. That's a that's a principle that seems to be missing in society these days uh, with a lot of people. They don't understand what hard work really means, and you're already understanding it. So I, I commend you for that, brother. Hey, Ali, I, I appreciate you joining the show, man, and being willing to share your story with us. Um, is there anywhere that we can follow you out? Like I've got the Instagram handle here that I'm going to put in the description of the podcast, but is there anywhere else that we can follow your journey um, as you go into the high school level? Uh, Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. It's the, it's the exact opposite, uh, username. It's QB one underscore Ali on Twitter. Solid. Okay. So we'll make sure that we put that in the description for all the listeners out here. If you don't know Ali and you want to follow him on his journey, we'll have his links to his Instagram and his Twitter here. And, uh, again, for anybody who's new to listen to the show, if it's your first time, um, I just appreciate everybody tuning in. If you, if you wouldn't mind leaving me a review on Apple podcasts, if you guys are listening on your Apple device, like an iPhone or an iPad, leave me a review on Apple podcasts. Or follow me on YouTube. It all helps out as the show continues to grow. So, Ali, thanks so much for joining the show, brother. I really appreciate your time, man. All right. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely, brother. You take care. All right. See you. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.